In today's episode, we're going to tap into nature in order to allow us to heal. This is part one of three episodes. This episode is called The Power of the Elements. We're going to be talking about the elements in here and how the elements can be, what are the elements and how can you use them for healing and The second part to this is called, it's going to come up in the next couple of episodes. The second part of this is why are rituals important? Because it's all tied in together. And the last part of this series is called using the elements and rituals to release fears. So stay tuned. It's a, these three episodes are going to be a super important for healing Okay, so the power of elements to heal is where we are going to start from. You are listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This podcast is for you if you are ready to tap into your inner wisdom, unlock your personal success, and evolve your life and business. I am your host, Padma Ali, and I'm well known in the space of neuropsychology and energy healing. I help evolved entrepreneurs and high-performance leaders like you remove the invisible barriers that you cannot see that are keeping you stuck from transforming your life. As we journey together, you will quickly discover that the only way to create your vibrant life and reach new levels of success is to go within. There's no better time to discover the gifts of your inner wisdom than right now. So welcome to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. You know, we all know the, the elements and how powerful elements are, or you may or may not know it, but I first came in contact with using the elements to heal when I was training for, in my, in my psychology field, like, you know, we have, we, when I was a licensed therapist decades ago, when I first started this process, we have to have CEUs in order to complete, keep the license active. And in one of the CEU classes, I said, okay, I'm going to take this class called Internal Family Systems. It became a huge part of how I started to do therapy. That is when I was kind of starting to realize that how therapy didn't actually work. And what's most effective is the, the coaching piece, the healing piece, because therapy actually keeps you trapped. So in the CEO class, I basically took a class that you can go look this up if you want. It's called internal family systems. It's a modality of healing connected with therapy. And in that, I was introduced to using elements as a form of energy healing. It was one of the most profound experiences I've ever had. And if you have worked with me in any capacity, this is something I bring into the sessions of how to use the elements to heal. And the elements, you already know them, are air, water, fire, and earth. Now, 
elements are not new to any of us. And if you, if, and coming, me coming from the, from Eastern philosophy, Ayurveda and homeopathy all use the elements to heal. They are big forms of healing using the elements. Now, in today's episode, what I'm going to do is break down these five, these four elements, and I'm going to introduce you to the fifth element, which I am positive you have not heard because I hadn't heard of it till very recently. So, the in the ancient and not only just just Ayurveda and homeopathy, but Chinese medicine uses a lot of these elements. If you even watch not just uh, you know Chinese medicine, but if you watch practices like qigong, they use the element of air and to and, and earth to move, and by those movements they create healing. So none of this is new, but what I'm going to share with you today, and, and that is what is going to make a big difference in the next three episodes. Like I said, this one and the next two ones coming up, you're going to be able to incorporate this into your daily life. So in today's episode, we're just going to break down these four elements, and then I'm going to introduce you to the fifth element, and then the next two episodes, we're going to utilize them to work on healing, using that to heal. Now, um, so traditional Chinese medicine uses a lot of these elements, so, you know, you all, we're going to start with fire, water, and earth. So one, you know, you all may have, may not, if you're new to my episodes, please go and listen to from the beginning, because there's a lot of nuggets there for you. And you may or may not know that I was very, very sick for a long time. And Western medicine did not work for me. At one point, I will share with you the 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 pitfalls at some point of like how western medicine there's a place for western medicine but what truly allows the healing to take place is actually within your brain is the best healer that's possible okay i'm completely digressing let's get back to the episode you can tell right sometimes i have a squirrel brain i just go all over the place so in chinese medicine the, the traditional Chinese medicine. When I was very, very sick, I, I went to see, I tried all kinds of regular medicine. I'm calling them Western medicine, but I went to see a doctor. I was on steroids. I was on all kinds of crazy medicines, like crazy. Like it was insane, like from steroids to, um, to, to medicines that had so many side effects. And then one day I was like, it wasn't making a difference. It was actually making me feel worse. Um, I'm the kind of person who has no tolerance even for painkillers. Like my body just doesn't handle medications like that, even painkillers. I'd never take painkillers. And uh, any painkiller I take, like it just, my body just rejects. So imagine like I had so many medications in me and nothing was working. And so at some point I was like, I'm not doing any of this. I'm not, I'm not going down this path. And I stopped everything. That's when I came across traditional Chinese medicine. The Chinese doctor I went to see, I was in San Francisco back then, and we went to, I had to go to Chinatown, and the guy did not speak any English, and I didn't speak any, 
any any Mandarin or Cantonese. I don't even know what what dialect he was speaking. I didn't speak any of that. And we would basically he would just check my pulse. This is how brilliant this these med, these um, ancient healing practices are. He would check my pulse, look in my eyes, and look at my tongue, and then he would make my he would make the diagnosis. That is how he worked, and he was so darn accurate. Anyway, so he would give me these bags of herbs, like fresh herbs, dry herbs, and then I had to brew them in this particular container, this mud clay pot, and it had to brew for, if I remember correctly, like 12 hours, like really long time. And then I would have to filter that and then I would have to drink that thing. And that thing was, (laughs) let me put it this way, it did not taste very good. But at some point when you're like fighting for your life or death, you're like, I'm going to take whatever it takes. Actually, death wasn't even a problem. I was like, fine, if I have to die, like, this is great. Like, just let me get me out of this planet. Like, get me off of here. But that wasn't happening. I was just struggling and suffering and pain so much. I was like, fine, I'll do whatever it takes to get off of this pain. So I would take these, these herbs which were so concentrated. Basically, it is herbs are what? Earth, right? Like from they come from the earth. Fire is the brewing aspect of it. And water element, again, the combination of these three over course of time allowed my body to come back to its equilibrium. Not only that, right? There is, there's, and these elements exist within our systems as well. Our body is made up of what? I always say 80% water and my son always corrects me and says it is 72% water or something like that. Um, My little brainy kid. So water and you need fire to digest, meaning the, the acids in your stomach are all fire that allows the starts the process of digestion. So and air, we breathe the air all the time, right? Like without air, you will die. Like within seconds, you're going to be dead. Like if you don't breathe, you can stay without food, but you can't live without water. So so, so see these things, like our body, our element is, has all the elements, as are these elements in nature as well. The more harmonious we live with nature, the more harmonious we are with our own bodies, the more the healing is possible. So, so think about it from that place. And if, and when you, if you, if you've ever seen a Chinese doctor, this is some of the things that they would of they would look at, like how how dry is your body, how moist is your body, are you cold, are you hot? Like these are the questions they would ask. Even a homeopath, homeop, homeop. Homeopath. Oh my God. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, what am I saying again? A homeopath would do the same. They they check you, how do you feel? What kind of dreams do you have? Th- these are the ways they they examine the how well or sick your body is. And not only your body, but your mind as well. So I'm setting the frame up for you to see that elements are a huge part of our everyday life and whether you're paying attention to it or not. Most of us, I'm making a big blanket statement, most of us live our sleepwalking through life. We're not aware. How often have you got up in the morning and looked at the sun and thanked it because sun is fire? 
How often do you thank the water you're drinking? Water element. How often do you thank the air you're breathing? Air element. How often do you thank Pachamama, Mother Earth, for walking on her? Earth element. We are sleepwalking through life. A lot of the ancient practices allowed us to be in touch with nature. You know, I remember my dad. My dad's no more. He passed away a few years ago. And for as long as I could remember, he was also very religious. Like everything was based on on, on his religious practices. There was a lot of rituals that he did and all that. But there is so much wisdom to those practices when you take the religious dogma out. Not that he was dogmatic. You know, he wasn't. But when you take the dogma of religion out, but you just look at some of these practices, there are very, there's so much wisdom in them. So as long as I could remember from when I was a little kid, he would wake up in the morning. And the first thing I remember him doing, which I learned from him was when he would put his feet on the ground, he would thank the earth. He would thank, he would thank the earth. And then he would do these, um, what is called a Surya Namaskar, which is like a, a yoga practice, a sun salutation practice saluting the sun he would look at the sun with with um, he would make this this he would make this um, screen with his fingers and then he would look at the sun and interestingly today I'm recording is this episode it's his birthday how interesting is that I didn't even connect you know guys I don't have my notes in front of me I always just go with whatever is coming to my intuition to speak and today's his birthday clearly he's here so see this is these are the ways that spirit shows you right so bottom line right so these practices have a way to honor the elements And when you can live in harmony with the elements, a lot can change for you. I will bring it all back on the third episode of how this can be useful for you in your 3D life, in your day-to-day life, because this is where we live, right? How is this going to help me with my day-to-day living? And I'm going to bring it all back together. I just want you to start seeing that these elements are everywhere. And the more you can honor them, the better it is going to be. Let's start with the fire element. Now, fire is, it, it is, it is, um, it is what it creates life, right? Without fire, think about it. Think about it for one minute. Can you make food? Yeah, you can eat raw food, but can you cook anything without fire? Fire starts the process of the the of of life energy in the spiritual level fire is light and in the physical level it is flame or it's the sun and it has a lot of energy to it so fire can either create or it can destroy anger for instance is fire and it has the capacity to destroy now Passion, which is the opposite of anger, but on the same side of the coin, but but two sides of the same coin, passion or anger, passion can create, passion creates, passion brings creativity, passion brings children into the world, right? So that is the power of fire energy, it can create, it can create life, it is strong. So that is fire. Now let's talk about 
and look at summer, right? Like summer element, summer is full of fire. Like basically the sun is out and about, <laughs> out and about. Oh my God. Come on, guys. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> summer is when all the fruits and vegetables, everything flourishes. Now, if you take summer to a degree um, more, then it can create drought. It can create it can burn things down. So this is the power of sun, of a fire element, water, water. Next, we're going to talk about water. Water is so powerful. Water is cleansing. Water is healing. Water, you know, there are times when if I'm not feeling good emotionally, I will go and stand in a warm shower. And it is the most incredible way to wash away the emotions that come with what with with that emotions with water it's a reset water symbolizes death as well as rebirth it is life-giving but it's also destructive so if you notice all the elements have two sides to them that means that light and dark coexist without the light there's no dark without the dark there's no light water is beautiful because it represents it represents without water like no life can exist without water it is life now water in if you if you look at the which directions the elements point fire is i, I think it faces south if i'm correct fire element is the south Water is west, I think. Oh my goodness, I have to go and look up my notes somewhere. Um, after, or I have to make sure that I'm getting giving this information accurately to you. So if I rem- go do your own research, but if I remember from memory, water is west, fire is south. And then let's talk about air. Air, oh, without air, can you live? Hold your breath for like three minutes. You're going to be like, you know, gasping for air. Air is another life energy. Air is is um, also cleansing. So one of the rituals I'm going to be talking about, not rituals, one of the healing ways that I've used air with my clients and even with myself is is to use the the air is prana, right? It is, um, it's breathing life in. And when you breathe out, you can breathe out anything that's no longer serving you. Air is source of life, but it can also be a source of destruction. Now, air, if I remember correctly, is east, is the, corresponds to the east. If I remember correctly, guys, I have to go back and look at my notes. I'm not going to pause this episode to go look research that piece, but please look it up on your own. And air is is one of the most powerful elements that can help support life. Now, earth element, which we're going to go into right now, is also very, very cleansing. You know, I often have recommended walking barefoot on grass, on the ground, because when you walk barefoot, you're literally connecting with earth and you are allowing earth energy to support you. Now, I don't know what your beliefs are about Mother Earth, but Mother Earth is a living being and we are 
her technically her children because we come from her and we also have the same elements that she does and so it is it is a way to connect with your with the life-givingness with with life-giving nature of mother earth it symbolizes prosperity fertility it is also very stabilizing i mean just you know just for a few minutes like just take your shoes off and walk barefoot on grass or on the ground and see how that feels to you it is one of the most grounding feelings right it also allows you to connect with your intuition with wisdom with innate wisdom and if i remember it is connecting it's connected to the north and the reason i'm giving you this uh, this direction the cardinal directions is because you can and when we talk about the rituals in the next episode you can literally turn to these directions and you can invoke the presence of these elements so that you can bring them into your d- daily life with reverence you can bring it you can connect and utilize that for wisdom for healing for paying your respects respect not respect paying your respect to the elements so that they can really support your journey okay all right so um i'm just thinking if there anything else okay oh yes i said i'm going to bring you the fifth element now the fifth element which was brought to my attention by one of my mentors is called are you ready to guess the fifth element which is another very life-giving element it is the element of love if you look at love i'm talking about love from the purest form not a romantic love not a love for mother or children that none of those things but like just love in its purity it is the ability to shift anything and everything when you walk around and you can when you i want you to experiment with this this is one of the most powerful experiments you may ever you may ever do for your own self you're walking around a busy street and i want you to imagine just love from your heart like just sending love to everybody around you and see how that feels So notice what happens not for you like not for what it does for the other person but how do you feel i know it sounds so out there but practice see what happens because you'll be surprised at how much it elevates you you start feeling in a good place you start noticing things you start becoming aware of what is around you so the, the this fifth element of love is life giving and Interestingly, it does not have the two sides of the coin like the other elements do. This element is just one piece which is just it it's life-changing and life life-giving. When someone is upset with you and instead of you reacting to them, if you just send them love even from your heart. See what happens. You don't have to respond, you don't have to react, you don't have to do anything, but all you do is send them love. within seconds you start to see some shift in them practice that and see what do you notice love is the fifth element that has the capacity to shift everything love is healing when love exists nothing else does guys i have not smoked anything okay 
Okay, so someone listening to it might be like, what are you talking about? You're like, you know, this is not Pollyanna, okay? Like, I'm just, I'm truly telling, like, practice this because I have done it in my life, not just for others, but for my own self. We all have shadows. So instead of beating yourself up with your sh- because of your shadow, send yourself love and see what happens. All this will become clear in the last episode on this, where we're going to be using the elements and the rituals to release fears and anything that's no longer serving you, because the love element is a huge piece of how we bring shifts to ourselves. The more you send love to your own self, the more healing you can is possible for you. Fabulous. Please leave a review on iTunes, not for me, but to, so that we can reach more people. I thank you for being here, sending you all love and gratitude for being a big part of this community. And I will connect with you on the next episode. And the next episode, we're going to be talking about rituals and not only rituals, we're going to be talking about why rituals are important. So, Stay with me and I will see you on another. Thank you for listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast today. If you have gotten value from today's episode, I invite you to share it with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to further connect, you may follow me on Instagram at Padma Ali and LinkedIn. Of course, you may also visit me at PadmaAli.com to get more information on how we can work together. Thank you so much for being here.